content from the organization Freer Children. The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of Freer Children and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, LLC, its owners, and management. Welcome in to Free Your Children, sharing truth and love about education. And here's your host, Tiffany Boyd. Hello, welcome to Free Your Children on WKOM 101.7. I am your host, Tiffany Boyd, and our mission here at Free Your Children is to share the truth in love about education. There's a battle raging for the souls of our nation's children. I hope this ministry equips you for battle. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. Ephesians six ten through 11 Thank you to Safe Storage for sponsoring today's show. If you have storage needs and you are in the Middle Tennessee area, you can find them at safestoragetn.com and they will take care of all of your storage needs. If you want to know more about Free Your Children, you can follow us on X, that's formerly Twitter, Instagram, Signal, Telegram, freeyourchildren.com at our website. I'm also a monthly contributor to the Borough Pulse. You can go there and read all the articles that I have penned to date about education. That's B-O-R-O-P-U-L-S-E dot com. You can also contact me at freeyourchildren at gmail.com. If there are certain topics you would like us to focus on or you have questions, feel free to reach out. If you are interested in sponsoring the Free Your Children radio show, send me an email again at freeyourchildren children at gmail.com. I'm very excited about the upcoming events that Free Your Children is involved with. I will actually be speaking at Moms for Liberty in Williamson County Tuesday, February the 13th at 6 p.m. So I hope you will come out and join us. Also, um, I think I said February the 13th, so that's the date for that one. February the 10th, if you are in the Middle Tennessee area and you're listening in, our local library, the Mount Pleasant Public Library, will be hosting a family event, Sweet Reads, free event for the entire family. They'll have Valentine's-themed crafts, activities, story time, and more. So if you're in the area, please drop by and see us. We love our local library, and we hope you'll join us for that very special activity that that will be going on. Free Your Children recently held a rally at our state capitol in Nashville in opposition to Governor Lee's Education Freedom Scholarship Act. It's the, the voucher expansion program. There have been caption bills filed, and those are HB 2468 and SB 2787. Next week's show, we will be doing a very deep dive into our experience at the rally and our thoughts about this legislation here in Tennessee. We have a real treat for our listeners today. We have a panel of powerhouses. So our guests today are hailing from the great state of Missouri, and so I want to introduce them. We have John Beckett, who is the chairman of Camden County, Missouri Republican Central Committee. Julie Thomas, who is a member of the Camden County Republican Central Committee in Missouri. We have Charlene Moore, who is a homeschool activist and advocate in Camden County. Gail, and we also have Stacy Shore joining in with us, who was part of the Moms Against Common Core. It's, she's a grassroots activist, and she is joining in as well. So thank you all for joining in on the show today. We're glad to have you. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Thank you. 
So I connected with these wonderful people that we have joining us today over on my Free Your Children um, ministry page. I actually met Julie and Charlene both um, through the work that we are doing in our own respective states. And so we have had an opportunity to get to know one another and to share information. And so I wanted to come, wanted them to come on and join us today so that we could discuss what's going on and what's been going on in both states, and specifically because um, they are conservatives and Republicans. And so I think that what they are going to have to say today will be hopefully very eye-opening, and I hope that our listeners will learn as much from you all as we have. Um, Charlene, if you don't mind, could we start with you? Sure. Could you explain, uh, why did you get involved uh, in the fight against school choice? Well, I'm a homeschool mom. This is my 19th year homeschooling. So I have three that have graduated out of being exclusively homeschooled. Um, our freedom is important to us in that respect. If we want to teach via Charlotte Mason style, we want to be able to do that. If we want to teach classical style, we want to be able to do that. Um, school choice, though, limits that and it strangles that freedom. Um, and that's not something that we are okay with going forward. We want the best for our children. This is one of the reasons we bring them home to school them in it, especially um, when we're talking about biblical principles and teaching them in the word as well. A lot of that continues to be dropped out of um, legislation altogether whenever school funding comes in place. So what the government funds, the government runs, and that's not really something that we're okay with here in Camden County. Right. How long have you been a homeschool family, Charlene? Um, we're in our 19th year. Wow. Wow. So you are a homeschool veteran. So you've seen a lot change um, in the climate of homeschooling throughout the years. Can you tell our listeners, how do you legally homeschool in Missouri? So Missouri is one of the freer states because there's no registry. So we don't have to register with anyone. No one keeps track of us. Um, we are required to do a thousand hours of schooling. 600 of those hours have to be core hours. So that's your reading your um, English, science, history, math, and then 400 of those have to actually be in your home location. You also have to keep logs and stuff, but again, nobody gets those logs off of us. So it's completely free. Wow. That's wonderful. Now let's talk a little bit about the Missouri scholarship bill, that one in particular. So this bill, this is a school choice bill, correct? Yes. Okay. It was passed in 2021. Is that accurate? Yes, that's correct. Okay, and I, I, I've written about this, you know, I write about all things education over on the Bo- Borough Pulse, and one of the states that I highlighted in the last article that I did was your state of Missouri. And so what I have read, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, even though that bill was passed in 2021, you still don't know the language attached to that bill, correct? No, we have a lot of it okay. um, at this point. Okay. But it wasn't given to us when the bill passed. Okay. So the only thing we knew when the bill passed was that there would be standardized testing added to anyone taking this money. Now, that's mm-hmm. not required under the normal homeschool law. Mm-hmm. But now any private school student and any homeschool student who takes that money does have to do standardized testing. And, of course, now we're back to teaching to the test, using common core curriculum, that kind of thing. But what happened is they put a little phrase in there called may promulgate the rules. Oh, yeah. So they allowed the Treasurer's Department and the Department of Revenue to go ahead and write the rules after the bill was passed. Mm -hmm. So we call this pulling a Pelosi. You don't know it until you already (laughs) pass it. Absolutely. Um, I've mentioned that before, and and you and I have spoken about this, and I pulled um, the skeleton bill that was accidentally uploaded to the website and then removed that uh, Senator Jack Johnson here in Tennessee had filed 
regarding the Education Freedom Scholarship Act in our state of Tennessee. And that very wording was in that particular um, bill. And it said the same thing, that the State Board of Education would be allowed to promulgate the rules. Why is that dangerous? Every time. Yes. Why is that dangerous? Can you explain to our listeners? So our people in Tennessee, when we finally get a copy of the wording of what this legislation is going to look like, they can look for that terminology promulgation of the rules. Can you explain that a little bit? Yeah. So what happens is afterwards, they're allowed to, somebody else is allowed to write all the strings that are going to be attached. So in Missouri, they passed this law in 2021 or the bill, the program, most scholars. And it's just for a limited area right now. But what happened afterwards was the treasurer decided, okay, well, now homeschools have to be certified if they're going to go ahead and take these funds. So now we have established a registry. Um, On top of that, the curriculum has to be approved. And I'm not just talking like you say, oh, I want to use a Becca. Can you approve this? No, you're choosing from a pre-selected list of curriculum that, and if you saw the list, you would just it's the biggest joke ever. I've been right. homeschooling for almost 20 years and yeah. nothing on there is anything I've ever used. Exactly. Um, you have to submit your records. And again, it's at their whim and it's, mm-hmm. it has to be as much as they want. We don't know exactly what that is. Yeah. You can go to the yeah. treasurers or the, the um, educational assistance organization you're under. But the most dangerous of all is they are now requiring background checks on anyone in your home that's 18 or older. So now parents have to be background checked to parent and teach their own children. It sets a very dangerous precedent. Absolutely. It does. And you talk about the strings, and and that's what I'm seeing in the legislation that was leaked. And we had a member of our group that went with us yesterday when we went, or on Tuesday when we went up to the Capitol to discuss this particular legislation that has been filed as caption bills in the state of Tennessee about the wording. And, you know, additionally, I think people don't understand that. That school choice comes with vendor list, and you, and you discussed that just then when you said that. So they're not just giving families money to go spend on whatever and however they choose to spend it. What they're going to do is it's going to create a cottage industry of PPPs, private party partnerships, you know, private-public partnerships. And so these entities are going to be approved by the state, and they're going to go on a vendor list, and parents are only going to be able to utilize those monies if those services are approved and on that vendor list, you know, and it's going to be things like um, uniforms, transportation, curriculum, after-school enrichment opportunities, summer school enrichment opportunities opportunities so you know they're going to tell you how you can use the money is that what you have seen there in Missouri yeah and on top of all that like you can't use it for paper and pencils you can't use it for you know desks or storage items or anything like that but what they did add and this is a big phrase that we hear a lot is med to ed so what they did add was a lot of social emotional and behavioral therapies so we're you know banning transgender therapies on children but yet we're going ahead and allowing it through the most scholars program mm-hmm. for them to go ahead and take their kids to these therapists for them to put them on these drugs and do all these things for them or to them really yeah. is the, the correct terminology here so we're seeing a lot of social emotional learning stuff added to these programs as well yes we have that here in tennessee as well and when i took a look at the legislation that was leaked uh, therapy services are also on that vendor list so those yeah. therapists are going to have to be approved by the state and we see what they're propagating in the state you know at that level in the schools currently in Tennessee and I have delved into this extensively in the seminars that I've been hosting and I've also written about it extensively 
I've also written about it extensively with the Borough Pulse. So this is really, it's a national movement. You know, it's nationwide. You know, I, I say this over and over again. What's happening in one state eventually bleeds over and affects, you know, other states. So that's why we need to be educated about what's going on across the nation, which is one reason why I'm so thrilled to have Mr. John Beckett with us today. Mr. John Beckett Thanks is the chair. Well, it's it's an honor. The pleasure is all ours, and you are the chairman of the Camden County, Missouri Republican Central Committee. Correct? That is correct. Well, that, I'm just going to uh, tell uh, almost you, almost a year and a half ago. That's fantastic. And you know what? All I can say is your Central Committee, your Republican Central Committee, has to be a powerhouse because I was given your resolution and was just blown out of the water. Tell me, uh, Charlene mentioned as we were speaking a little bit about Common Core. You've also been involved in that fight against Common Core in the past, correct? As Stacy stated, she was one of the original moms against Common Core. Well, I was about the only dad involved back <laughs> years and years ago, probably 17 years ago. Stacy and I started researching this uh, when our businesses were both really slow during the downturn. Okay. So, it, okay. And I, I did serve six years on the public school board, so I've seen wow. firsthand how how bad you know the uh, the curriculum and everything can get. Absolutely. Tell those that are listening; they may not understand what Common Core is and why it's bad. Could you expound upon that? Common Core, they it was a prescription set out by the uh, Governors Association. It was brought in by Obama. And the, uh, the teachers had a set standards that they had to teach verbatim. What we found out when I served on the school board is they were, they couldn't vary from the, uh, the prescribed curriculum at that time. And we, and Stacy and I had no idea why our kids were struggling reading and it was the most foreign thing we'd ever seen, um, you know, as adults. And we couldn't believe, you know, what, what we were experiencing. And our kids were suffering. Um, yeah, it was brought in by the governors, Jay Nixon, a Democrat that used to be the, the governor of the state of Missouri, brought it in. And uh, it, there was hard, every superintendent thought it was the greatest thing ever and just fought against us. But we found out later it was brought in by a bunch of grants get, uh, you know, for them to get the money they had to implement this, uh, the standards. Yeah, that's what we, yeah, and that. It's bleeding over into a lot of different capacities and initiatives into education now. It's it's amazing. You know, thank you. We don't see many men involved in the fight. We're educating more and more, and they're coming on board, and we're so thankful for that, and we're thankful for your male leadership in that capacity. So thank you for being willing to fight for the children in Missouri and, and in your community. But I have to ask you, how in the world did you get Republicans in your area on board with this resolution? And I'm going to share. <laughs> I'm going to share. <laughs> I, know, I know we're Started. laughing. <laughs> Absolutely. It started How'd you do three it? years ago. It started three years ago. We had a pretty uh, moderate to liberal central committee, and I made it my mission to take that central committee back over and and turn it conservative in our mm-hmm. area because we we live in a fairly conservative area. But our our central committee was run by moderate, you know, I call them rhinos to uh, liberals, and they they were do nothing uh, people. Just wanted to go to the uh, socials and, uh, you know, rub elbows with the governor, and uh, that was it. So we went on a mission. We flipped, I think, uh, 90% of the seats on our Republican Central Committee and uh, and, and 
been great ever since. We've passed so many resolutions, bad bills. Um, we were, I think, the only one in the state that wrote one against school choice. I think that's due to the experience. Julie's on the committee with me as well. Stacy and I, best friends for a long, long time, and uh, understand what school choice means. And I was able to bring it to my committee, explain it to them, um, and uh, and they got they jumped on board. So we saw a lot of bad school choice bills last year. We're also seeing them this year. One thing I wanted to expand upon, uh, upon that uh, Charlene said is the promulgate the rules, there's not a sunset on that. They create an issue, and then they're going to bring this uh, solution to another issue. Absolutely. And it just keeps uh, snowballing. Yes. But, you know, if they could ever sunset that, and there's never any oversight in these bills by the legislature. Wash their hands of it and say, okay, bureaucrats, it's all yours. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what we're seeing in Tennessee, and I think a lot of people just really don't know what that means and how that works in terms of government and what a really slippery slope that is. So I have the resolution right here. I want to go over just a couple of things before we have to head over to a break. Um it just blows me away that you were able to pull this off, and we're going to do. Uh, we're going to talk about this in detail. But I'm going to point out just some key points. So the first one, this is the resolution for the Camden County Republican Central Committee in Missouri. So it says, whereas we believe United States law and or the laws of the individual states shall not be subservient to the laws, religious regulations, and or cultural mores of the United Nations and uh, or any other county or countries. Whereas vouchers, empowerment, scholarship acts, educational savings accounts as government funded are inherently a goal of the United Nations and the World Economic Forum, as is evidenced by the Global Education Monitoring Report, the Sustainability Goals and the Schools of the Future Report. Whereas vouchers, empowerment, scholarship acts, educational savings accounts as government funded, etc., expand the trend towards socialism and its redistribution of wealth. Whereas vouchers, empowerment, scholarship account, accounts, educational savings accounts, as government funded, etc., establish a pre-approved curriculum and vendor selection and place the Department of Education on an empowerment scholarship account school board. Whereas vouchers, empowerment scholarship accounts, educational savings accounts as government funded, etc., utilize digital wallets to distribute the funds, establishing a gross violation of parental rights and data privacy. Digital wallets use blockchain technology to store data profiles in conjunction with ESG. Whereas the vast majority of the lobbying being done for for vouchers, empowerment scholarship accounts, educational savings accounts as government funded, etc. is majority funded by three players and does not adequately reflect the views and insights of we the people. Now, therefore, be it resolved, we the members of the Camden County Republican Central Committee reject any effort by the legislators to expand or initiate any vouchers, empowerment, scholarship accounts, educational savings accounts as government funded, etc. Reject government funded and therefore controlled private and home schools. Support the educational sovereignty and freedom of private and home education. Adopted by the Camden County Republican Central Committee this 29th day of March 2023. Go Camden County, Missouri. (laughs) And 
I want to. We're, we're gonna. We're gonna do a deep dive into this when we come back from break. I want to bring Julian to talk about this in detail. We do have to pause for a short break, but you don't want to miss this. So tune back in. Hey, this is Shira Ra with Rubik's Groove, and you're listening to WKOM 101.7 FM. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Have you been hauling your own garbage to the convenience center? Are you tired of doing it? Does your work schedule keep you from hauling it off regularly? Is your teenage son not taking it off like he promised when he got his driver's license? Do you have something better to do on Saturday? If any of these questions strike home to you, call the Garbage Man at 931-540-0919 and your problem will be solved. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. Have you been injured in a car accident? Are you still in pain? Untreated whiplash injuries to the spine may lead to future conditions, such as neck pain, low back pain, and headaches. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating these conditions before they get worse. Our accident consultations are free. Call me, painfree.com, or call 615-551-9224. Every morning, I park my car across the street from my business, and I can't wait to get in there. That's pretty common for small business owners. We have the added satisfaction, however, of guiding hundreds of families with their retirement, education, savings, and general investments. We're a locally owned business that tries very hard to simplify a complicated world. This is Monty Sneed from Caledonian Financial in Historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Tennessee has lots of buried pipelines, so it's important to know the signs of a leak, like if you smell unusual odors or hear hissing, see bubbling earth or water, or dead or dying vegetation. Some signs are even harder to miss, like dirt being blown into the air, a frost ball in an open field, or a flame coming from the ground. If you see any of these signs, don't wait. Leave the area immediately and call 911 or your pipeline company. For more tips on pipeline safety, visit pipesafety.org. A message from the Tennessee Gas Association, Tennessee Association of Broadcasters, and this station. 
Hello, welcome back to Free Your Children. I am your host, Tiffany Boyd, and we are joined today by Republicans from Missouri. We have John Beckett, the chairman of the Camden County, Missouri Republican Central Committee with us. Julie Thomas, member of Camden County, Missouri Republican Central Committee. Charlene Moore, who is a homeschool advocate in Camden County. And Stacy Shore, who was part of Moms Against Common Core and is a grassroots activist there in Missouri, welcome back. We were talking about the resolution that your county in Camden County there in Missouri has adopted. I read a portion of that, and I just have to say, I can't believe that you were able to mobilize a group of people who were willing to go against what conservatives believe are initiatives that they should be pushing. We know, we all know, that the Republican Party, they have been um, propagating school choice across the nation. Why do you think that is? Well, I think that, I think, I mean, so where we've been, again, we were, I was part of Missouri Moms Against Common Core like 12 years ago. Mm -hmm. And so what's interesting is, this is all part of the initiative, which was, it was an initiative called Common Core. It wasn't just about standards. Right. It was about completely overhauling the way education is done in our country, which is supposed to be local control. Mm-hmm. Each locally elected school board, the way education was set up was to have autonomy. Mm-hmm. And your values reflect those of an elected school board who protect and are guardians of that community. Well, the whole initiative called Common Core was a a goal to standardize everything, uh, the standards. And the most important thing I want your listeners to understand as before we go into AFP, Mm -hmm. in a public school setting, no one can see these tests that are administered that are benchmarking the school district, the teacher's performance, the children. So when everything is reduced down to one number... And we are literally weaving in this idea now of social emotional learning Mm -hmm. is at the forefront of everything we're doing. Now think about that. We are giving children and this number benchmarks the success of your school and you hear the word growth. What are we testing them on? So we have been beating the drum in Missouri. Let us see the test after they're administered. Mm -hmm. So we know what you're testing our children on. Mm -hmm. Because we know social emotional learning is about values, attitudes, dispositions, and beliefs. Absolutely. Yes, I've written extensively about this. If you're listening and you want to know more about social emotional learning, shoot me a message. I will drop in the comments when I post uh, the link to this podcast when it converts to podcast form, the articles that I've written and some other material about social emotional learning. Yes, you're exactly right. But I I think that Ibram X. Kennedy... Mm-hmm. Is the most important thing to realize as a parent is that when your school district and your teacher, why are teachers leaving education in mass is because they're being benchmarked and teaching to a test they can never see. Right. Exactly. So imagine being a college student and you, in order to graduate, you got to pass the, which we did test. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just reduced to a number, but I can't see what my test score, I can just see a score, but I don't get to see what I got right or wrong. How do we improve education? It's not about that. We are monetizing our children for their data. Absolutely. We are literally letting corporations through public-private partnerships mm-hmm. take that data and they're monetizing our children literally like slaves due to now the one-to-one technology. Yes. And nobody is fighting for our children. No. So we talk about sex trafficking. We talk about 
all the predators out there. We talk about all, we do a lot of talking, mm-hmm. but we don't do a lot of doing. And so what we're, we're doing is we're not educating our children. And I'm going to say this as every single person on this call today, we are the face of choice. Absolutely. Between all of us, we have homeschooled, mm-hmm. we have virtual schooled, we have private schooled, and we have, and we have public schooled. Amen. Our children. Amen. We believe in choice. Mm-hmm. But, the, but the thing is, you've got a, some weirdo that never has had children called Corey DeAngelis, <laughs> which is a mirror for those of us that watch back during the very beginning of Common Core. Yes. Another guy named David Coleman was the one that pushed Obama's initiative. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. now they've got the same and he almost looks kind of similar. Mm-hmm. But now we've got this other guy parading the country and he's right. beating the school choice drum. And Republicans are like, that sounds awesome. Yes, we need choice. But here's what your listeners need to understand. And I've been doing this for 12 years. Mm-hmm. I've read thousands and thousands of pages. I was on the work group to rewrite Missouri standards. We have seen behind the veil. But people are like, well, my kids are grown and I don't, you yep. better wake up because mm-hmm. the same education lobby that is pushing all this and, and literally infusing the idea of choice, which is about taxation without representation. Amen. Right. Because when you go into a school model, <laughs> that's a virtual school model that's owned by Bezos or Zuckerberg, or I mean, they all want a piece of this pie. Exactly. But you know how that's being funded predominantly through your real estate taxes. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I told one of my really good friends about two years ago, I said, just wait for it. They're yep. coming for the real estate taxes. And you know what we see in Missouri this year? And I tell you what, in Tennessee, you better be watching for the same thing. That same education lobby is quietly pushing for AI, artificial intelligence, yep. to reassess all of the home values, real estate values all across your state, too. Mm-hmm. We have a bill making its way through Missouri right now. But I'll tell you this, in Jackson County, Missouri, and I implore any of your listeners just to do a little search. Jackson County, Missouri, they brought in something called Tyler Technologies. And when they brought that that artificial intelligence in, it quadrupled many people's taxes mm-hmm. quadrupled yeah well but this is the this quiet is, push yes of so much a much bigger agenda yes and the reason and, why we chose to do the rally on tuesday february the 6th was because Corey DeAngelis was at the capitol with afp and robbie starbuck promoting school choice and so i have i have shared warnings about Corey DeAngelis in the past that you know, I've said he's not the face of homeschoolers no. in the state of Tennessee. He doesn't no. homeschool. He doesn't even have children yet. Uh, what he is is a, is a lobbyist, and he is the spokesperson for AFP, and he also has an association with UNESCO. Tell our yes. listeners what his association with UNESCO is. Well, I think people need to understand with UNESCO, the whole Common Core, if people go back to Agenda 21, which is people hear about now Agenda 2030 and the Great Reset. Mm -hmm. If people aren't paying attention, especially Republicans in our country, to the Great Reset, Mm -hmm. which is originated as Agenda 21, much longer story on how we, where we're from, got familiar with it. But it's a real thing. And so people can act like you're crazy, you know, you guys are conspiracy. <laughs> yep. Read the document. Well, Read exactly. The farmers document. all over the world. There's farmers all over the world fighting it right now in yes. every country. Yes. Exactly. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because one thing that we heard while we were at the Capitol in the offices of our legislators were things like, and on the phone with our legislators were things like, we heard conspiracy theory. We heard misinformed. We heard oh, yeah. old data. I- we I'm heard- going to jump back in here. 
mm-hmm. for a minute. And I want to talk about this, Corey DeAngelis. Let's okay. talk about these lobbyists who go out here and are the commercial experts for these things they're not really experts on. Yes. <laughs> He's not going to be held accountable for any of this when this goes bad. Exactly. It doesn't hurt him. It's not his it's money. Us. Right. It's, it's us. Yes. It's money. Mm-hmm. This is a welfare program. Yes. With a... They've redefined welfare and call it choice. Mm-hmm. And it's not only fake choice. It's going to, if, if that parent would like to put their kid, I mean, this has all started with this idea that we're going to get these inner city kids out of these horrible schools. Absolutely. That's the talking that's point. The, that's that's yep. the talking point. You know, yep. We're going to rescue them from inner city crime. And we're mm-hmm. going to, well, you know, that's what Common Core was, too. Mm-hmm. They sold it the mm-hmm. same way. Right. We're going to be able to transition. We're going to have the same standards. It's going to be scripted lessons. Yep. It's going to be so good. But what it really was, was a scheme. Mm -hmm. And they just keep scheming. Yes. And what we have now is when you just brought up the title, what Stacey just brought up under the Tyler, um, the AI. Yeah. We got the state longitudinal data system as well as every other state that picked up Common Core. We got it all at the same time. Mm -hmm. This wasn't like one state to the next state. This all happened rapidly. Mm -hmm. Arnie Duncan went over to France and said, we were able to put Common Core in the entire entire nation without even a signature. That's right. right. Yeah, take it from there how the department, the regulators absolutely completely ignore your state legislatures because they're never held accountable. Well, it's it's what's so disheartening is you have these and I've sat with them and Mm -hmm. I've read their bills Mm -hmm. and I'll just tell you the title of their bill is something completely different than the words in their bills okay so that's their whole big deal and it's it's the hygienian dialectic Uh we had the same discussion oh I gotta stop you there for a minute we had Mm -hmm. a very spirited discussion about that dialectic yesterday and uh, we were accused of thinking way too much into these things um is that the, the problem same? for that the, what they have in Missouri with uh-huh. us uh-huh. is that so many of us have walked the halls for a dozen years right or and so the issue that they have right now is we've never been wrong <laughs> so everything that we have said <laughs> yes. will happen right is happening yeah. or has happened well it's happening so here problem, in Tennessee absolutely we're and calling so that's it out the problem is that now you've got though a lot of like 20 something and 30 something know-it-alls that yep. are frat boys that love to be wined and dined by mm-hmm. organizations such as AFP mm-hmm. and all the high dollar lobbying entities and everybody gets patted on the head. And, and that's the danger is that what people need to step back and see are the people that are really pushing your lawmakers to bring in what we say is their version of school choice, which isn't choice at all. It's chains. It's school chains, Absolutely. not school choice. Mm-hmm. But when they when they step back and look who's driving it, it's millionaires and billionaires that stand to profit incredibly. And so when you look at the potential of what it's going to do to our homeschool population and how they're sneaking legislation in that, like Charlene says, requires a homeschool parent to have a background check. Yep. I'm just imploring your listeners, when you read the legislation and when you start to understand it and connect dots and what we're having to be very crafty at in Missouri is like, for example, I'll give you an example last week. I watched bills last year and I read them enough times that they'll introduce a similar bill the next year and then give the other part of it to somebody else. Right. But in committee this week, what they just did, as I kept saying in one of the bills, it was an ESA bill. 
And I kept saying, where are the charters? There's no language about charters. Mm-hmm. Where, who has the charter language? Because mm-hmm. they couldn't find it. But what they did is in a hearing, mm-hmm. and this, these were our conservative Freedom right. Caucus members. Yep. What they did in the education committee is when they executed out, and for your listeners, what that means is the public hearing had already happened. The language about charters was not in that language mm-hmm. of the hearing. And during the executive session, when they voted to go to the floor for debate, they slipped it in in a substitute. Yep. So nobody from the public actually got to give their input right. on this. And it took a fiscal note from $30 million to like almost $300 million. Right. That's what and we're, just the blink yeah. of an eye. That's what we're worried about here in Tennessee is the fact that because it's been, they have been filed as caption bills, uh, the public, it allows them to not have to give as much, uh, as much notice to the public <laughs> as if they had filed it a different way. Yes. So that's very concerning on multiple different levels. And the fact that they've been pitching this for months and no one, quote, has the final language of the bill well so, and let's look let's go back into what stacy just said when they're doing background checks on parents well who are the parents that are homeschooling sorry that's a big airplane flying over that's okay who are, who are the parents they're conservatives right who are the criminals invest uh, what is the fbi doing today who are they investigating right conservatives exactly you're the yes you're find ways. You're, you're, you have a gun in your home well, the Second Amendment laws, the red flag laws that are being pushed through all the all this social emotional learning. Yes, the mental the health. Also, yes, social emotional learning is critical race theory. Absolutely, I have. Yeah, it is. It's just rebranded. It's just I've hand, been it's hand in glove. It's hand in glove, and yes. the audience needs to understand that. Obama's, um, you know, education. One of his educations are Ibram X. Kennedy, mm-hmm. who's a radical. Said we don't have social emotional learning without CRT. Absolutely, it's together. Yeah, well, it's so, it's at you know I've been in yeah. I've been in the middle of education down in the trenches for over thirty years now, homeschooling for twenty. You know, I'm a former tenured public school teacher. Education loves to rebrand things. That's all they do. They just change the name when they realize but what that is 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 what all of that is is actually teaching white privilege, yes. teaching conservatives are evil. Yes. That's what that is. Yes. That's we're ta- that's probably worth d- noting here. One of the organizations that we're fighting against this, one of the billionaire organizations is the American Federation for Children. This yes. is who Corey DeAngelis works yeah. for. Yes. They have three different sister organizations. Right. Black Minds Matter. Yes. Uh, school Choice Boys. Mm-hmm. And then they have the Federación para los Niños. Mm-hmm. So they are targeting minorities in order right. to get these bills passed. Yes. And they are lying to them and telling them, oh, this is going to help you so much. Mm-hmm. And while it might for the temporary, in the long term, this is going to squelch freedom Absolutely. for them. Them, where they could actually school their children correctly. It's just taking the public school and it's bringing it home. Yes. That's it all is. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've said, I've been screaming this from the rafters for years. School choice inherently the whole goal the whole premise of this agenda is to globalize education and to make all forms of education government controlled and you know we're currently homeschoolers we've been homeschoolers for 20 years but this is going to negative negatively affect private schools as well if they take the money and they fall for this trap with the government funds it runs and they're going to come in and they're going to take control of those Mm -hmm. private schools so you know those parents need to understand if you're taking money from the government to send your child to a private school of your choice, what you're essentially just doing is changing location. Because once the well, government gets its yes, hand in the pot, right. they're that's going to be right. ruling and, and that they private become school. Dependent. Yes. They're going to become dependent on those tax dollars mm-hmm. to survive. 
Absolutely. Can I say this really quick? In our school district, what I'm really proud of, we were one of only two schools in the whole state of Missouri that did not take ESSER three funds. Oh, and we have a large school district. We turned down $8 million. Do you know why? Because ESSER three, so many school districts all across the state, you know, everyone clamors for the grant money. Mm -hmm. The problem is the strings that were attached to that grant money. Guess what we did? We knew the fine print. Yep. And that was to bring in more and more and more technology. Mm -hmm. And the issue was we just decided in our district, I'm not on the school board, but we have an incredible school board because we flipped our school board here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we have an incredible central committee and we have an awesome commission. I mean, the local people have taken back our local, our local community, but our school board was one of only one or two. The other was a charter of 80 students. Mm-hmm. And what we knew, as you say, you know, if the, if, if you take the money, you get the strings, you get dependent. And you love what that money brings, but that money runs out. Absolutely. And then you are hooked. So you got to start cutting programs. Mm -hmm. You got to start cutting teachers. And I'm just going to tell this, and this is food for thought, but I've not been wrong in 12 years of doing this when it comes to education. This is all a push to go virtual. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Every kid to a virtual model Mm -hmm. of ed and and bring in Teach for America. and And we can explain that in depth. But the problem is... We've standardized everything. And Mm -hmm. people, if you're listening, you've got to understand the testing and the mental health. You hear the the mental health, mental health. We got to, we got to, we're teaching, taking our teachers and just doing professional development, Mm -hmm. two day training, and they're doing mental health evaluations. And then what's happening with all this virtual that's coming out of our districts, we're flagging children. Yes, I'm glad you brought that up. mental health risk. Yeah, people and don't so realize you, that the digital no. badging system that they're using in schools, we've got it, it's rife in Tennessee, Clever. Um, there are yes. other applications that are being used. They've sold it. But that's your Ed to Med. Yes. And that's where Medicaid is coming in yep, and funding thank you. services. Yes, I've been, yes, I've been screaming that, that being, too. Yes. But here's I the was, problem with that. I was getting ready yeah. to say that. Keep yep. the clinics out of your public Yeah. Well, Tennessee is already now. adopted the community school model we've already adopted that yeah. model. and you know we brought it here yep but the problem is and just to take it one step further so we're watching these interstate compact invade in legislation our state so i'm just going to give you an example you send your kid to school he takes a survey he gets flagged yep because the algorithm shows he is a mental health risk absolutely they they bring little johnny into the counselor's office set him in front of a virtual, virtual um, doctor and that's from Oregon. Or a social worker. Uh, We have clinical social workers that are flooding the schools now. Tennessee just passed a whopping millions of dollars to be able to increase the number of these mental health professionals in our schools. And people are saying, you don't think that's a good idea? No, I don't think it's a good idea because we know the the agenda behind it. You know, this, you can't see the test. Exactly. They won't show you what is flagging your child as a mental health risk. So then they bring a psychiatrist in through virtual health, virtual, a computer screen. Yep. And they say, oh, you need to put Johnny on um, psychotropics. And you say, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what happens? The social worker then intervenes yep. on behalf of your child. Exactly. And you can either do it. Or your child will be removed from your home because then you yep, and become that's, a risk to your child. Absolutely. That's what we're seeing here all over the nation and in Tennessee. We, we have to take a quick break. Um, come back for more as we go deeper.
This is Sarah Elizabeth, and you're listening to Front Porch Radio in Columbia, Tennessee, 101.7 WKOM. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Celebrate love with Tillis Jewelry's exclusive Valentine's Day Pink Box Special. Surprise your special someone with an exquisite piece from our collection, elegantly presented in a charming pink box. Each box comes with delectable chocolates and is adorned with a beautiful white bow. My name is Jenna, and this Valentine's Day, let's make it unforgettable. Because when you choose Tillis, you're not just giving a gift, you're creating a moment that will be cherished forever. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Debbie Matthews Realtor and her husband Jason, who is a pro songwriter, also own a music publishing company. They live in historic downtown Columbia with their dogs. Dog rescue work is their passion project. They consider Middle Tennessee their backyard and their lives are full of all things Tennessee. Debbie says there is no greater honor than to help someone find a home. To be trusted with that job, there is no greater privilege. Call Debbie at the Nashville Realty Group, 615-476-3224, 615-476-3224. Hello, my name is Zach Maddox. I'm a proud third-generation owner-operator of Columbia Paint and Wall Cover, founded by my grandfather, Ralph Maddox, in 1946. Now I'm honored to continue the legacy as owner-operator today. We offer a variety of paint and wall covering products, but our passion is customer service. We can offer many personalized services and can come out to your house or business if needed. Visit us at our store, Downtown Columbia, at 1114 Carmack Boulevard, or online at paintcolumbia.com. Columbia's own 8th Annual Mid-State Classic Collegiate Softball Triple Header returns on April 2nd at the Ridley Sports Complex. Columbia Central versus Spring Hill at 10 a.m. Then it's Columbia State versus UT Southern at 1.30. And at 5.30, the Lady Volunteers face off against the Memphis Tigers. Tickets are available online at columbiatn.com slash midstateclassic. Tickets are $10 and good for all three games. The Mid-State Classic, April 2nd. See you at the game. Looking for something to take your mind off this traffic? How about a true story of instant success? Did you hear about the two friends who went grocery shopping in Ashland City and picked up everything on their list plus $75,000? Or the one where a truck driver made a last-minute stop off Interstate 40 and drove off with a cool million? All their lives changed in an instant, and yours could too. So stop by your local retailer for your chance with instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing, life-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Oh, beautiful gold rush with your sparkling top prize. You surely are a sight for sore eyes. And jackpot slots with your chance of $75,000 winners. Oh, how I'd take you for a candlelight dinner. 
Uh, sounds like people are really loving the new February Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Play today for your chance to win up to $5 million only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Welcome back to Free Your Children. I am your host, Tiffany Boyd, and we are talking about school choice today, and we are joined by some wonderful people from Camden County, Missouri, absolute powerhouses. John Beckett, the chairman of the Camden County, Missouri Republican Central Committee. Charlene Moore, who is a homeschool advocate in Camden County. We have Gail Griswold joining us for this segment, and she is the president of the Camden County, Missouri School Board. And we also have Stacy Shore, who was part of Moms Against Common Core and who is a grassroots activist there in Missouri. Welcome back again for this last segment here of Free Your Children. And I want to point out, before we go a little bit further into what we're talking here, when we say school choice, what is school choice? Some people don't understand what the terminology that we're using is and what it really means. So school choice that you're hearing um, in the news you may hear conservatives use that terminology. The school choice that they're referring to is a program that is the very epitome of gov- government overreach, and it is the opposite of the freedom um, and small government that they are supposed to be standing up for. Okay, And what they're really referring to is government school choice. The school choice that you hear thrown around, that's just a marketing term. We already have school choice. School choice is the right to educate your children at home, homeschool them, send them to private school, or send them to public school. What has been coined as school choice is really government school choice. It's an entitlement program. It's a welfare program. What it means is that the government is allocating funding to families to spend on education. These programs always result in government oversight, regulations, and mandates, as has been proven, in states that have already adopted these initiatives. Another thing that I want to focus on here is a lot of people do not, may not know, you may not know this, that homeschools are directly under the target when we speak about school choice, government school choice, and the reason why is because there are still some areas that are have the opportunity to experience true educational freedom. Those arenas would be the homeschool community and also private schools if they're not taking government funding. Okay, so we want to ensure that we are able to maintain true educational freedom, which is to keep our educational choices free from government overreach. And that is the reason why we are speaking out against government school choice. The term school choice is not what you may think it means, and we're hoping that this show clarifies this for people. Now, one thing I hear over and over again, this has been said to me, and I know it's been said to those of you that are on the call, you don't care about the poor little kids that can't afford Uh. any other option for education. Let's be realistic. Does school choice, the school choice they're promoting, does it really benefit the poor kids? No, no, <laughs> it is. Um, I mean, I'm going to say one thing and I'm real very quickly in Missouri in the ni- late 1990s, a federal judge or judge awarded just the Kansas City school district, which is not the largest school district in Missouri, two billion dollars. Now, that school district 
was a predominantly African-American school district, almost exclusively. $2 billion went into just that school district. It was the largest experiment in public education when it came to money. And they were they were intent on proving that more money brings in better results when it comes to education. Anybody can look this up. They don't talk about this ever because you know what happened in 10 years? The schools shut down. They mm-hmm. built schools that had petting institutes and lingual uh, lingual institutes and petting zoos. And they were made of marble. And they were the Taj Mahals of schools. And you know what happened? In the, everything money could buy. In 10 years, those schools were shuttered and closed down. And, and it's just proof that this isn't about money. What we're dealing with are millionaires and billionaires that want to privatize public education. It is the most gross form of taxation without any representation. Charter schools, virtual schools, they want to erase and erode the foundation that our country and the democracy, as far as the people have a say in local control, Mm -hmm. the way that our schools have been founded, and they want to erase our publicly local elected school boards. So it's not about money because they act like if those children can be bused into better areas, it's not about that. We've standardized all of education mm-hmm. through an initiative called Common Core. Exactly. We're teaching the exact same thing the exact same way mm-hmm. at the exact same time. So you may get nicer teachers and maybe a prettier building, but you're not learning anything different. And that's exactly, we've let the same people that brought us Common Core on a silver platter ruin our public education system. Mm-hmm. And now we're handing the reins to them yep. with quote choice to fix it this is the final rung in the initiative called common core Mm -hmm. it's been part of the plan the whole time to privatize public education and it will destroy education in our country it will go to a completely our our kids will be indoctrinated absolutely you will find no escape with homeschool no you will find no escape with public school it is a reach into every single household in our country to take our children. Exactly. And And no escape in private schools either because, again, the goal is to globalize education and make all forms of education government-controlled, which leads me to Gail. Thank you for joining us, Gail. Uh, Tell us, your school district did not accept ESSER funding, correct? Yes, we did not take ESSER 3 that round that comes directly from the American Rescue Plan. Mm -hmm. That one had a lot more baggage with it. It was my first um, few months on the school board, and we turned down $8 million of ESSER 3. Right. ESSER 3, I've written about ESSER funding and the strings attached to that, and I know that some of the levels of the ESSER funding required that schools implement SEL in their curriculum. Is that the biggest reason why your district turned down ESSER funding? You know, there was a lot going on when we made that decision. It was the summer of 2021 and things were extremely still um, uh, chaotic. I mean, they always are, but Mm -hmm. it was really there was it was imploding on a national level of what was happening in terms of mandates for for everything, Mm -hmm. for vaccines, for covid masking, for um, a lot of things. And so we just saw this this money with a lot behind it and we knew better 
that even though you, you can't see it right now, even though you can't see what the mandates and the rules and the street. And so there was a couple of things that really, um, really put the icing on the cake for me to, to be against it. And not only was it 20, it was 20% had to be used for interventions. And that was AKA social emotional learning. Mm-hmm. And you can see that now for sure. in all the documentation, that's exactly right. what they meant. And that's when AG Garland was saying that parents are, or whatever that, that letter was and his son-in-law, um, you know, owns and started Panorama, which is the biggest right. SEL software. So that yeah. kind of stuff is happening. And then I was reading what you could spend mm-hmm. the money on and you could spend the money on a lottery to put children that were vaccinated, not for the COVID shot into a lottery to win different things, including an iPad. Mm-hmm. And you could see it posted on different schools. There's like, Hey, we got all our kids, these kids vaccinated and they entered the lottery. I mean, it was sick. Right. It made me so sick that I, that you could discriminate. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to, mm-hmm. but that, that you could, and people were doing it. And, and, and it was things like that, that just was a uh, full stop. Right. Right. Well, thank you for standing strong in the face of that. I'm so thrilled to have had all of you joining me on this program today. There's so much we could talk about, and I would love to have you back on again. Um, We need to dig deeper into a lot of these um, initiatives and major players, and I want to do that. So thank you again for all being willing to join us here on Free Your Children. And I want to leave you with this. But if the watchman sees the, the sword coming and does not blow the trumpet so that the people are not warned and the sword comes and takes any of them that person is taken away in his iniquity but his blood i will require at the watchman's hand ezekiel 33 6 we love you here at free your children but remember jesus loves you so much more thank you for tuning in Hey everybody, this is Johnny with Rubik's Groove and you are listening to WKOM 101.7 FM. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. 
This is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager at Columbia Ace Hardware. We have changed our store hours to better serve our community. Columbia Ace Hardware is now open from 7 to 7, Monday through Friday, from 8 to 4 on Saturday, and closed on Sunday. Come see us at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard and let us show you customer service that can only be found at Columbia Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKR. 